Hey guys, welcome back to the Authentic and More podcast. It's me, Rafiq here. And in today's podcast episode, we are continuing reading of the Quran in English. And if you, you guys who don't know, this is something which me and my wife have um, kind of agreed that we would do. And she's not here right now. So I asked her if I could do it uh, on my own and she agreed. So I, mean, I know over the past few episodes, she's not been reading it with me, but... Um, you know she she's she's a bit busy she's she's doing some other stuff so i figured that i am yet going to continue reading it and so that should be a a kind of a lesson for some of you guys as well like if you are reading something and don't kind of make it dependent on on someone else and try to read it for yourself whenever you have time and be consistent with it so in today's episode uh, we are continuing we were ending off on chapter number two, which is Surah Baqarah, and we are on verse 192. So let's continue. But if they seize, Allah is of forgiving, most merciful, and fight them on until there is no more tumult and oppression, and they prevail justice and faith in Allah. But if they seize, let them be no hostility except to those who practice oppression. Um, I'm just reading this. I think we already did this. I think I already read this. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Wait. Okay, maybe I haven't read it. So let me let me continue from there. And fight them on until there is no more tumult or oppression, and there prevail justice and faith in Allah. But if they cease, let there be no hostility between let there be no hostility except to those who practice oppression. The prohibited month for, for the prohibited month, and so for all things prohibited. There is law of equality. If then anyone transgresses the prohibition against you, transgress you likewise against him. But fear Allah and know that Allah is with those who restrain themselves. And spend of your substance in the cause of Allah, and do not make your hands contribute to your destruction. But do good, for Allah loves those who do good. And complete the Hajj or Umrah in the service of Allah. But if you are prevented from completing it, send an offering for sacrifice, such as you may find, and do not shave your heads until the offering reaches the place of sacrifice. And if any of you is ill or has an ailment in his scalp, necessitating shaving, he should in compensation either fast or feed the poor or offer sacrifice. And when you are in peaceful conditions again, if anyone wishes to continue the Umrah or the Hajj, he must make an offering such as he can afford. But if he cannot afford it, he should fast three days during the Hajj and seven days on his return, making ten days in all. This is for those whose household is not in the precincts of the sacred mosque, and fear Allah and know that Allah is strict in punishment. For Hajj are the months well known. If anyone undertakes that duty therein, let there be no obscenity, nor wickedness, nor wrangling in the Hajj. And whatever good you do, be sure Allah knows it and take a provision with you for the journey. But the best of provisions is, the right, is right conduct. So fear me, O you that are wise. It is no crime in you if you seek of the bounty of your Lord during pilgrimage. Then, when, you're, when you pour down from Mount Arafat, celebrate the praises of Allah at the sacred monument, and celebrate His praises as He has directed you, even though before this you went astray. Then pass on at a quick pace from the place whence it is usual for the multitude to do so.
and ask for Allah's forgiveness, for Allah is of forgiving most merciful. So when you have accomplished your holy rites, celebrate the praises of Allah as you used to celebrate the praises of your fathers. Yes, with far more heart and soul. They are men who say, Our Lord give us bounties in this world, but they will not but they will have no portion in the hereafter. And they are men who say, Our Lord give us good in this world and good in the hereafter, and save us from the torment of the fire. To these will be allotted what they have earned, and Allah is quick in account. Celebrate the praises of Allah during the appointed days. But if anyone hastens to leave in two days, there is no blame on him. Blame on him. And if anyone stays on, there is no blame on him, if his aim is to do right. Then fear Allah and know that you will surely be gathered to him. There is the type of man whose speech about the world's life may dazzle you, and he calls Allah to witness about what is not in what is in his heart and he calls Allah to witness about what is in his heart and yet yet he is the most contentious of enemies when he turns his back his aim everywhere is to spread mischief through the earth and destroy crops and cattle but Allah does not love mischief when it is said to them fear Allah he is led by arrogance to more crime enough for him is hell an evil bed indeed to lie on and there is the type of man who gives his life to earn the pleasure of Allah, and Allah is full of kindness to his devotees. O you who believe, enter into Islam wholeheartedly, and do not follow do not follow the footsteps of the Satan, for he is to you an avowed enemy. If you black backslide after the clear signs have come to you, then know that Allah is exalted in power wise. Will they wait until Allah comes to them in canopies of clouds with angels in his train and the question is thus settled? But to Allah do all questions go back for decision. Ask the children of Israel how many clear signs we have sent them. But if anyone after Allah's favor has come to him substitutes something else, Allah is strict in punishment. The life of this world is alluring to those who reject faith, and they scoff at those who believe, but the righteous will be above them on the day of resurrection, for Allah bestows his abundance without measure on whom he will. Mankind was one single nation, and Allah sent messengers with glad tidings and warnings, and with them he sent the book in truth to judge between people in the matters wherein they differed. But the people of the book, after the clear signs came to them, did not differ among themselves except through selfish contumacy. Allah by his grace guided the believers to the truth concerning that wherein they differed, for Allah guides whom he will to a path that is straight. Or do you think that you shall enter the garden of bliss without such trials as came to those who passed away before you? They encountered suffering and adversity and were so shaken in spirit that even the apostle and those of faith who were with him cried, When will come the help of Allah? Ah, verily, the help of Allah is always near. They ask you what they should spend in charity. Say, whatever you spend that is good is for parents and kindred and orphans and those in want and for wayfarers. And whatever you do that is good, Allah knows it well. Fighting is prescribed for you and you dislike it, but it is possible that you dislike a thing which is good for you and that you love a thing which is bad for you, but Allah knows and you know not. They ask you concerning fighting in the prohibited month. Say, fighting therein is a grave offense, but graver is still in the sight of Allah to prevent access to the path of Allah, to deny him, to prevent access to the sacred mosque and drive out its members. Tumult and oppression are worse than slaughter, nor will they cease fighting you until they turn you back from your faith if they can. And if any one of you turn back from their faith and die in unbelief, their works will bear no fruit in this life and in the hereafter. 
and in the hereafter they will be companions of the fire and will abide therein. Those who believe and those who suffered exile and fought and strove and struggled in the path of Allah, they have the hope of the mercy of Allah and Allah is of forgiving most merciful. They ask you concerning wine and gambling. Say, in them is great sin and some profit for men, but the sin is greater than the profit. They ask you how much they are to spend. Say, what is beyond your needs? Thus Allah makes clear to you his signs in order that you may consider their bearings on this life and the hereafter. They ask you concerning orphans. Say, the best thing to do is what is for their good. If you mix their affairs with yours, they are your brethren. But Allah knows the man who means mischief from the man who means good. And if Allah had wished he could have put you into difficulties, he is indeed exalted in power wise. Do not marry unbelieving women, idolaters, until they believe. A slave woman who believes is better than an unbelieving woman, even though she allure you. Nor marry your girls to unbelievers until they believe. A man slave who believes is better than an unbeliever, even though he allure you. Unbelievers do but beckon you to the fire, but Allah beckons by His grace to the garden of bliss and forgiveness and makes His signs clear to mankind so that they may celebrate His praise. They ask you concerning women's courses. Say, they are a hurt and a pollution. So keep away from women in their courses and do not approach them until they are clean. But when they have purified themselves, you may approach them in any manner, time or place, ordained for you by Allah. For Allah loves those who turn to Him constantly and He loves those who keep themselves pure and clean. Your wives are a tilth unto you. So approach your tilth when or how you will. But do some good act of your souls beforehand, and fear Allah, and know that you are to meet him in the year after, and give these good tidings to those who believe, and make not Allah's name an excuse in your oaths against doing good, or acting rightly, or making peace between persons, for Allah is one who hears and knows all things. Allah will not call you to account for thoughtlessness in your oaths, but for the intention in your hearts, for he is of forgiving most forbearing. For those who take an oath for abstention from their wives, awaiting for four months is ordained. If then they return, Allah is of forgiving most merciful. But if their intention is firm for divorce, Allah hears and knows all things. Divorced women shall wait concerning themselves for three monthly periods. Nor is it lawful for them to hide what Allah has created in their wombs if they have faith in Allah in the last day, and their husbands have the better right to take them back in that period if they wish for reconciliation. And women shall have rights similar to the rights against them according to what is equitable. But men have a degree of advantage over them, and Allah is exalted in power wise. A divorce is only permissible twice. After that, the parties should either hold together on equitable terms or separate with kindness. It is not lawful for you men to take back any of your gifts from your wives except when both parties feared that they would be unable to keep the limits ordained by Allah. If you, judges, do indeed fear that they would be unable to keep the limits ordained by Allah, there is no blame on either of them if she gives something for her freedom. These are the limits ordained by Allah, so do not transgress them. If any do transgress the limits ordained ordained by Allah, such, person wrong, such persons wrong themselves as well as others. 
So if a husband divorces his wife irrevocably, he cannot after that remarry her until after she has married another husband and he has divorced her. In that case, there is no blame on either of them if they reunite provided they feel that they can keep the limits ordained by Allah. Such are the limits ordained by Allah which he makes plain to those who understand. When you divorce women and they fulfill the term of their iddat, either take them back on equitable terms or set them free on equitable terms, but do not take them back to injure them or to take undue advantage. If anyone does that, he wrongs his own soul. Do not treat Allah's signs as a jest, but solemnly rehearse Allah's favor on you, uh, favors on you and the fact that he sent down to you the book and wisdom for your instruction and fear Allah and know that Allah is well acquainted with all things. When you divorce women and they fulfill the term of their iddat, do not prevent them from mar marrying their former husbands if they mutually agree on equitable terms. This instruction is for all amongst you who believe in Allah in the last day. That is the course making for most virtue and purity amongst you. And Allah knows and you do not know. Your mothers shall give suck to their offspring for two whole years, if the father desires to complete the term, but he shall bear the cost of their food and clothing on equitable terms, no soul shall have a burden laid on it greater than it can bear, no mother shall be treated unfairly on account of her child, nor father on account of his child, an heir, an heir shall be chargeable in the same way. If they both decide on weaning by mutual consent and after due consultation, there is no blame on them. If you decide on a foster mother for your offspring, there is no blame on you, provided you pay the mother what you offered on equitable terms. But fear Allah and know that Allah sees well what you do. If any of you die and leave widows behind, they shall wait concerning themselves four months and ten days. When they have fulfilled their term, there is no blame on you if they dispose of themselves in a just and reasonable manner, and Allah is well acquainted with what you do. There is no blame on you if you make an offer of beth betrothal or hold it in your hearts. Allah knows that you cherish them in your hearts, but do not make a secret contract with them except in terms honorable, nor resolve on the tie of marriage till the term prescribed is fulfilled, and know that Allah knows what is in your hearts and take heed of him and know that Allah is of forgiving most forbearing. There is no blame on you if you divorce women before consummation or the fixation of the, their dower, but bestow on them a suitable gift, the wealthy according to his means and the poor according to his means. A gift of a reasonable amount is due from those who wish to do the right thing. And if you divorce them before consummation but after the fixation of a dower for them, then the half of the dower is due to them, unless they remit it or, or the man's half is remitted by him in whose hands is the marriage tie. And the remission of the man's half is the nearest to righteousness. And do not forget liberality between yourselves, for Allah sees well all that you do. Guard strictly your habit of prayers, especially the middle prayer, and stand before Allah in a devout frame of mind. If you fear an enemy, pray on foot or riding, as may be most convenient. But when you are in security, celebrate Allah's praises in the manner he has taught you, which you knew not before. Those of you who die and leave widows should bequeath for their should bequeath for their widows a year's maintenance and residence. But if they leave the residence, there is no blame on you for what they do with themselves, provided it is reasonable and allies exalted in power wise. Okay, that's been 10 pages and we are ending on verse number 240. Chapter number 2, verse number 240. 
and uh, yeah lots lots i've read a lot in that in those 10 pages there's a lot of information a lot of guidance provided by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which basically means allah the subhana means glory be to him wa ta'ala the most high glory be to him the most high so uh, i hope you guys got some value out of that be sure to read this quran for yourselves if you guys don't have if you guys haven't read the quran in english or in the language you understand the best i highly recommend you do that because in the religion of islam the highest scripture right uh, in authenticity it is the glorious quran this is the book which islam is based out of and it is the last and final revelation so when i say islam is based out on it it means that islam was based on other things before you know previous revelations which came before the quran um, by name we know four the torah zabur injil and the quran so the torah was given to i think moses peace be upon him musa alayhi salam zabur was given to david peace be upon him dawood alayhi salam and Injil given to Jesus Christ, peace be upon him, uh, Jesus Christ, Isa, alayhi salam, and the fourth one, Revelation given to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, which is the Quran. And so, obviously, there were plenty of revelations which, which went before. Those revelations, through the passage of time, they got corrupted um, because Almighty God didn't find it fit to preserve that scripture because it was not supposed to be followed in totality until the end of time whereas the quran it is a scripture a revelation which is supposed to be followed in totality until the end of time so far it has stood the test of time for 1400 years the scientific things mentioned in this book are men, uh, are in perfect conformity with modern day science and so it has stood the test of time for 1400 years and so if you put any other religious scripture to the test of science, it fails. For example, the Bible, uh, the uh, um, holy scriptures of the Hindus, the Vedas and the Upanishads and all the other scriptures, most of them fail the test of science. That is scientific facts, logic, etc. But the Quran, it's the one which completes uh, which uh, stands the test of science and so there's a cool lecture by dr zakir naik which you can watch on this he talks about this that the quran it is the scripture which has kept its um, which is in perfect conformity uh, with modern day science as compared to you know other scriptures and so highly recommend that read read this book like if there is any book out there to read it would be this glorious quran right here because it is a guidance for mankind it is uh, as abdullah yusuf ali puts it in his commentary uh, i should i should check i have another quran which has got the commentary in it and it says that the quran is um, a proclamation to humanity it is a fountain of mercy and wisdom it is a guide to the erring, a warning to the heedless, a solace to the suffering. It is all those things in this one book. So highly recommend if you haven't read the Quran in the language you understand the best, go and read it now. Make it a habit to go and read this because this is the book which is, is going to enlighten you as to what life is. And go and read, um, go and listen to on, on YouTube people, especially like Dr. Zakir Naik. Um, you know, he's a guy who's kind of study the scriptures and he talks about how science proves that this is the word of god 
and um, and other cool stuff like that so i highly recommend go watch videos go and read this book here if you're on the fence go and read it i, I you know it's it's revelation it's meant for the whole of humanity so whether you are i don't know how you know it doesn't matter how old you are whether you're retired like you're 60 years and above whether you're 40 30 years whether you're 10 years old it doesn't matter in your teens in your early 20s in your 30s go and read this book because this book is gonna enlighten you as to who you are as to who your creator is and you can connect with Allah at that deeper level and so with that being said that's the end of today's episode and inshallah I will speak with you guys in the next episode assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh